0: There's no place to escape to. This is the last. Time. On the left. <laughs> That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? You know, I'm not really sure what happens in the electric chair. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what nope. those people go through. But it's anything like the pure energy that I experience when I drink. Mmm. <laughs> Spring Hill Jack coffee. <laughs> The energy that runs from the tips of my toes up to the top of my dying hair uh-huh. <laughs> Henry, makes I... me ready to seize the day. And if this is how a murderer of a family feels, or a man who has uh, gone on some sort of like carjacking, uh, shot a bunch of police, and now he's in a supermax prison awaiting his time with the, ooh, shackles, <laughs> and I'll have me a glass of spring Hill jackoff. jack uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want to bust
1: your bubble there, buddy, but that is decaffeinated coffee. You gotta be fucking... Kidding <laughs> me. That's a Saturday Night Live callback reference to 1993. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the last podcast on the left. I am Ooh. Ben Kissel. Oh, I'm staring at the beautiful face of Marcus Parks. Hello. And in sunny, gorgeous Los Angeles, we have the Ooh. man whose hair is hanging on by a thread, Henry Zabrowski. <laughs>
0: it is the thread that it is hanging on by. I know it.
1: Well, I have You so- could
0: see them all hanging on. They're like a bunch of little refugees by the border. And I know. I know. <laughs> that they will be going to heaven soon don't worry Harris you'll be going to a better place soon yeah <laughs> we'll
1: just just one big gust of wind and it's all gonna be gone oh. um last night we had a great experience Henry you won't believe what happened Marcus Parks joined me at a public bar Whoa. And, and we watched the Texas Tech uh what is it what's Red Raiders the Red Raiders play basketball they're doing great they're in the they're in the elite eight and I don't want to be too brave on this episode but Texas Tech they say get your guns up yep. you know what I was thinking huh? Put your guns down. Oh, put your guns down. Why? Because that's more peaceful. Respectfully
0: treat your guns and other people. Have your guns, but be trained with your guns. Oh, so you
1: guys were a couple of straights out there last night. Huh? We were, man. It, w- it was wonderful. Marcus had two beers and a bunch of water. a lot of water. (laughs) Man,
0: we were getting wild. I actually would like to take this opportunity to say, Marcus, Kissel and I have been talking and we think that you have a problem. I think that your water habit...
1: has kind of gotten out of control. (laughs) A little out of control, yeah. yeah. I know. I've been drinking a lot. So you might wonder, why did Henry mention the electric chair? Uh, The electric chair, well, that is because. Get your sizzle going. Today's episode, (laughs) it's going to be very, very exciting. It's all about the electric chair. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: So the idea for the electric chair was first conceived in 1881 by a dentist and former steamboat engineer named Alfred P. Southwick, after he watched an old drunk named George Smith electrocute himself to death by accidentally
0: touching a live generator in Buffalo, New York. I gotta tell you, I seen a lot of things in my time tugging the boat. That's what <laughs> you gotta do. I seen barnacles the size of my mother. I seen whales the size... Of my mother. <laughs> but when I see that drunk man get electrocuted on that line, I say... I got to see that again.
1: <laughs> you know, there is nothing like having a dentist with the history of a steamboat, Captain. If I ever go to the dentist, I'm like, so what are your credentials? Well, I used to have a steamboat, and I would I would get hammered on that. So anyway, let me see those molars.
2: Now, Although America was and still is pretty nutty for execution, the, yeah. Old, yeah, the older methods such as hanging, beheading, or the firing squad were making Americans in the late 19th century feel a little icky. For some reason,
0: Yeah, getting pussified. That's what they're doing, man. <laughs> Wick, whip crack, man. Holy shit.
2: Uh, New York specifically, a particularly gruesome public execution had just gone awry when a man's head had been torn from his body during a hanging due to the rope being too long. Ooh. So people were looking for a different, cleaner method.
0: I think that one person said we needed a different, cleaner method, and a bunch of everybody else was just going like... Yeah, I guess guess so. I I guess we do.
2: So when Southwick saw that just touching one of these new electric generators could instantly kill a man, he thought that he had the no-muss, no-fuss solution to everyone's problems. Hell
1: yeah! (laughs) The, the Billy Mays of murder. <laughs> Dude, this guy is like, he's the we only... We can bring someone in and
2: we can electrocute a guy in 15 seconds flat.
1: So many other people would go home and be like, honey, I saw a person die today. I'm really, really struggling. This guy went home and was like, baby, we got a new industry. <laughs> I see the gap. (laughs) (laughs) So taking it
2: upon himself to figure it out, Southwick first invented a device for euthanizing stray dogs at the Buffalo SPCA, which as far as euthanizing goes, electrocution was probably better than their old method of drowning dogs and literally hanging everything
0: else. (sighs) And they got to drowning the dogs and hanging them. It started (laughs) with hitting them with a hammer, and then before that, it was just taking a bunch of dogs in a big cart and just rolling it off the side of a crevasse (laughs) and To a gulch, oh, that
1: is sad. just hitting
0: them with the machine gun fire. There was that one, just setting fire to the veterinary clinic. They used to just put all the dogs in it and then a couple
1: of the bad orderlies and oh, just right. burn the whole building to the ground. Oh my goodness! Leave the dogs alone. My God.
2: <laughs> yeah, when they had to euthanize a horse, they'd hang
0: it. Uh, it doesn't even make sense. It- Honestly, th- what an impressive sight uh, in a weird way. And I've seen hanging horses before. I was just in a place in Toronto where that's where the charcuterie comes from. They hang it up till it dries and then you start slicing at the meat.
1: Wait, you ate horse meat in Toronto? Yeah. Jesus, man. What I is-
0: had horse salami. Ugh. You know, man, <laughs> but-, but what is wrong with just regular salami? I think that the horse was named Salami.
2: (laughs) Okay. So after a year of successful experiments with animals, Southwick began publishing articles in scientific journals about using this method for the capital punishment of humans. Mm. And since Southwick was a dentist, he was most comfortable working with chairs. So the electric chair was
0: born. So his whole, so essentially, this is a podcaster's invention. He just said, he was like, oh, what do I do? Okay, how do we do this? All right, do we do it in a shower? No, 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 no. Someone else will do that later. Do we do this in a fucking, oh, an umbrella? Umbrella, guy has an umbrella and he zaps him with an umbrella gun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, what do I, what am I? I'm sitting in a chair.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would say the electric tub sounds more fun. And then at least you get one last bath before they murder you for a crime you didn't commit.
2: So after tinkering with the design a bit, Southwick paid a visit to his friend, New York Senator Jimmy McMillan. After seeing a demonstration, the senator thought the idea had legs, so we ran it up the flagpole to the governor. I love
0: how this is the hudsucker proxy for murdering, (laughs) where it's just them all super excited, being like, this is it. Oh yeah, buddy, that's the best pitch I've heard in years, and I tell you what, guitar music is also on its way out.
1: Yes, I I do wonder, what was the display? Did they just put like a honey-baked ham that was raw in the chair, no. and then they were like, and now look at it, it's fully cooked. No, they hooked a dog up to it.
0: Oh, yeah, they just fucking killed what a dog. They brought a dog, they brought a fucking Dalmatian oh, into the man. governor's office, and they're no. just like, You ready to see something that's gonna flip your wig? And he's just like, But wait a second, I went to the wig flippers yesterday, and I had my wig flipped already. I don't need a second time this week. And he's like, No, 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 you're gonna check this out. And then they fucking killed a dog in his office by cooking <laughs> it alive with electricity. Jeez. And he's just like, Mm hmm, mm hmm.
1: I'll take 95 million of them. (laughs) Good Lord. I don't... It's a strange time when he's like, now I'm guaranteed (laughs) re-election. So, an
2: exploratory committee was formed to gauge just how useful and humane this newfangled method of electricity might be as opposed to the old ways. But in the meantime, the question remained. What type of electricity would be used? Mm. See, back then, America was still in the middle of what was called the Battle of the Currents, because electricity was still new. Two men, George Westinghouse, using Nikola Tesla's ideas, and Thomas Edison, had both come up with different ways of delivering
0: electricity. So fucking cool. I wish I was alive for this part of history. Like, just going to see all these crazy demonstrations, all these weird science fairs. Yeah,
1: it would have been great. They would have grabbed you and put you in the chair immediately. <laughs> i just been like,
0: let's execute like, the Polish. Why do we do this here? Hey, guys, how about you know how you've been using that ham for the demonstrations? Let me hold it in my hands and see if you kill me. It also cooks the ham.
2: So on the AC side, you had George Westinghouse, representing Tesla's idea of alternating current. On the direct current side, you had Thomas Edison, who would once and for all prove what a cruel bastard he really was during
0: this battle Mm. you mean marketing expert (laughs) He, he was that he definitely was that
2: And a big part of the battle of the currents that isn't talked about very much anymore is the fight over whose method would power the electric chair or really whose method wouldn't power the electric chair
1: Mm, so they didn't this is hot potato for murder yeah neither of them (laughs) wanted this okay
2: see dc didn't work very well when it came to powering cities and such the big copper wires that it needed were just way too expensive Mm. but ac power had already resulted in a few highly publicized accidental deaths so westinghouse was pretty keen on keeping (laughs) himself disassociated from execution
0: okay yeah i guess if yeah it's like in the movie 13 Ghosts, one of those things where you try to explain that your house is powered by vicious poltergeists. <laughs> and I mean, like, it's incredibly useful, but sometimes it does kill your daughter. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I do like the idea of hitting a ghost to turn your TV on.
0: Oh, it's just Hitler. Every single time you stick your finger in his asshole Ooh. as a ghost, he's like, oof, okay, I will turn up some volume, but just this <laughs> It's
1: like Wolfenstein. I love that. You get to hit Hitler. But in Edison's
2: estimation, if he could convince the public that A.C. was just too dangerous to use, then Edison would win the current battle, Hmm. and therefore the inferior technology would win, which happens all the time. Marketing puts the inferior technology over the top constantly. Mm -hmm.
0: That's the American dream, Marcus. (laughs) It is.
2: So in order to cheat the game, Edison hired a man named Harold Pitney Brown to launch a PR campaign, quote unquote, proving that AC power was deadly technology, thereby influencing which current would be chosen to power the chair. Hmm. To kick off the whole campaign, Brown brought the press out to Edison's lab in West Orange, New Jersey. These reporters watched as small animal after small animal was lured out to a metal plate (laughs) wired up to a 1,000 volt AC generator where the animal was zapped to death.
0: Damn dude. Yeah.
2: It's just some it's guy at sm- the other
0: go come, come here, come here. Choo, choo, choo 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 Come here, Potpourri. come <laughs> here, And Potpourri's this kitten just like, meow, meow. It's like super cute and stuff and Edison's like, I can't wait to watch it explode.
1: <laughs> it's going to explode. Our our leaders of this nation. We're just the weirdest goth kids in eighth grade. It's no, unbelievable. Dude, these are fucking
0: metal kids. All of this is stuff like me and this dude named D that I first met when I moved to back to Tampa. When I moved from New York to Tampa, when we were 13 years old, D was the first kid I met with. He had, he had green hair, and he's like, uh, you want to go do some experiments? And we went out to this field, and we just blew shit up. Yeah. Well, and it was fun as shit. Yeah. And we never once blew each other. I know what you're saying, Pistol. <laughs> I didn't say it. I see that. the look in I your eyes. Know. I see it. You're dancing. Those experiments were just
1: for science. Okay, good. But you didn't kill any animals, so mm. that, that's uh No, that's because right. we were
0: not. I wasn't like that. I didn't like to blow up animals or anything like that. I know Marcus had did, but that was just boys being boys back in the day. Boys being
1: boys. No, well, there was a lot of yeah. land in Texas. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know why that's an excuse, but I'm going to say that's the <laughs> excuse. There's a lot of land yeah. in Texas.
2: <sighs> well, that demonstration where they jolted animal after animal after animal, that was actually where the word electrocution was coined. Mm. But But instead of reporting on the horrific and ultimately pointless parade of animal cruelty, the newspaperman took the bait and reported instead on the dangers of AC power. Hmm. It was right around this time that the Exploratory Committee, tasked with examining electrocution as an efficient method of execution, as opposed to other new ideas, published a 95-page report dubbing electrocution
0: As the clear winner. Hmm. We have all decided as a committee (laughs) that electrocution... Is the most badass, cool, motherfucking thing we've all seen. I love watching their knees jump up and down, and I love seeing their eyeballs explode. And I hope the same thing happens to the humans that we use in the chair.
1: Now, uh, I don't want to interrupt the meeting here. It is really cool technology. But have we thought about not murdering our citizens? Have we thought maybe we could just do a different kind of penal justice? Maybe we could. I have do-
0: found the first person for the chair. <laughs> oh.
1: No! So
2: on May 8th, 1888, Senator Harry Coggleshell pushed the bill through the legislature deeming that all capital offenses committed after January 1st, 1889 would thereafter be punished by electrocuting the guilty until
0: death. You know, Harry Coggleshell, you know he was super into pleasing a woman. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) No, in no way was he like, it's not a wedgie if you give it to yourself.
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> so gross. <laughs> these people really are demonic evil entities. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, no, these gets- are the people that built The the structure of this country. I know. I know that.
2: But still, the question of AC versus DC when it came to power in the chair still hadn't been solved. And Harold Pitney Brown, the PR guy that Edison had hired, he was just getting started. He hosted another exhibition, but this time he shocked the dog with DC power power. First, sh- to show that it didn't quite kill it. See, then, it didn't kill it.
0: And then, it didn't kill it. Did I have to do this at all? No, of course not. But it didn't even kill it.
2: He's like, look, it just tortured the poor thing. <laughs> but look what oh. happens when eyes fill it with an AC shock. And then went, and the animal immediately died. And he's like, huh? huh? See? Uh, see?
1: Uh, I don't want to be a negative Nancy here, but have we thought about not murdering the dog? It's actually, a cute, Second it's a cute
0: person for the chair. I Senator a cargo shell will make sure I get as many people in this chair as humanly possible. Then Brown took the show on the road. He
2: went yeah, to multiple cities throughout New York State buying stray cats and dogs from children at a quarter a pop. To use in his experiments in each town.
1: So this is basically like if Rob Zombie directed The Music Man. Is that right? Is that what we're talking about here?
0: But I will say, salami the horse that I ate, at least every bit of his sinews were used to please everyone. It wasn't just killing a bunch of dogs and cats. And then I guess just leaving them? Like, you just What do you do with all of these dead dogs and cats? It's, oh. a, it's a
1: good day for the one dude who got into the business. They all laughed at him when he said dog recycling wasn't going to be a thing. And then he's like, look at all these dogs that need to be recycled. And, and then that,
0: he takes him to his dog recycling center, which is just his backyard. It's yes. just a big pile of dead dogs.
1: And is out there Aww.
0: fucking each one
1: of them saying, I don't teach my wife to leave. This is getting sad with all the Why experiment on the dog? That's all I'm wondering. But anyway. Because don't... dogs... Dogs were plentiful.
2: Good and you could go to any town in New York State and there'd be plenty of stray dogs, and there were definitely plenty of street urchins that were willing to go out and hunt down dogs and cats for a quarter each. I mean, that's like five bucks in today's money. Okay.
0: Yeah, right. buddy. And now we're even saying these kids can't work. We're saying the kids can't work when <laughs> obviously they can.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, after just electrocuting dogs and cats got a little dull. Brown started bringing a whole menagerie of animals on the road. He started electrocuting calves. He started electrocuting horses. He even once brought out an orangutan and Shit. killed it in a public demonstration, all at the behest of Thomas Edison. Shit. What the f-
1: What. Okay, <laughs> honestly, dude.
0: This <laughs> was, was a fast- bastard. Edison was a huge bastard. This is how science used to be done. What I would love to see, if they if, if Uber wanted to do the self-driving cars, it would be pretty incredible if they just replaced all the drivers that have to do it with orangutans. Like, they literally just have them taped to the fucking honestly. steering wheel. We don't have scientists that take chances anymore. Good
1: lord almighty. Although, honestly, orangutan Uber was the greatest thing I've ever heard in my entire life, and I would get in that Uber every single time. That would be so fun if an orangutan was just like, Welcome, And I'm like, Hey, orangutan.
0: And it does, like, the sign language for, like... Like, Release me, please get rid of the tape. <laughs> Unfortunately,
1: I don't know sign language.
0: Right
2: from your. Brain. Live from your way. now there is a strong myth that edison electrocuted an elephant during this time Mm. but that isn't strictly true the execution of topsy the elephant happened in 1903 over a decade after the battle of currents was over Mm. and it wasn't edison who electrocuted the elephant because the electrocution of the elephant did in fact happen the people who electrocuted the elephant were the good folk of Luna Park over in Coney Island, who executed Topsy after she killed a drunk who burned her trunk with a lit cigar in addition to two other people.
1: What are you talking about? <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on one second here. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not I, I don't want to naysay the scientists and everyone's trying to find ways to murder people and say it's uh, civilized, but we have an elephant that just murdered three people death by elephant. Why well, couldn't I love elephants. They're extremely brilliant. They're great. The answer is right there. Stop the electric chair why kill this thing it's obviously the instrument that needs to be used to murder people if that if, if, if the state wants to sanction it honestly
0: what a fun way to do it like yeah. you do it kind of alexander the great style where you have the elephant boom boom boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And then the guy's running around a big pen going like, ah! <laughs> and we just like try to get... But like, the problem is that elephants are naturally very nice. Yes. So in f- the only way you can do it is that you gotta beat the elephant a bunch to make it mm. hate people. Yes. And you yes. gotta you put them in a specific costume. Like you gotta take the dude, the, the uh, any... Pr- like you beat the elephant with like an orange bag over your head, right? And you beat him, beat him, <laughs> beat him, beat him so you don't know it so the elephant gets super mad at guys with fucking orange bags in their head. <laughs> and you put an orange bag on the dude that's running around the thing whether what no matter what he did and he should be doing something like it should be like white collar crime Yeah,
1: Yeah, absolutely, but of course, as we learned from the Green Mile, inmates like mice, and what are elephants afraid of? Mice, so as soon as you take the mice out of your pocket, so now I'm actually going back on my idea.
2: (laughs) Well, the original plan was to hang Topsy the Elephant and charge admission, but the ASPCA stepped in and requested something more humane, so they strapped copper sandals to Topsy's feet, uh, hooked that up to the local power plant, fed fed her carrots laced with cyanide, and pulled the switch on one gray December morning.
1: Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is the definition of overkill. Yeah. But the reason why Edison is so closely tied to this incident is because Edison sent out a film crew from the Edison Film Company Mm. to capture the whole thing for a quote unquote documentary that was unimaginatively titled Electrocuting an Elephant. That is literally...
0: Oh. seriously? That's so funny. Right. It's like right on the nose. <laughs> Electrocuting an elephant. I would go see that in a movie theater in a fucking second. I mean, I see it on the Live leak all the time, so I guess I, I don't need to pay a ticket. Yeah, I think it's on YouTube. I don't think yeah. anyone should see it. <laughs>
2: (laughs)
1: I really, I understand what
2: happens. And right below the name of the movie on the title card was the name of the man who owned the company that shot the film, Thomas Edison. Mm. And when you add that to the dozens of animals he really did electrocute, you can see where the myth comes from. But the thing was, even without the elephant, Edison and Brown's campaign against AC power worked at least when it came to the chair. Hmm. In 1889, a government committee unanimously chose Westinghouse's AC power as the electricity of choice for execution.
0: Congratulations! I mean,
1: in a strange... This is a huge government contract. Yes. So they got a lot of cash here.
2: mm, It's not that big of a government contract. Really? Yeah, because it's only generators for like three prisons, and Westinghouse Mm. has his eye on the price. He's wanting to power AC all over the world, okay. and having uh, the electric chair associated with AC—that's not the best. It's not the best association. I understand. Oh,
0: yeah. it's like it's like getting a huge part in a movie, and it turns out it's called the Gavin McInnes
1: story. <laughs> <laughs> or honestly, it's like getting cast in a movie called Human Centipede. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, never, never working again. And I have said this before on this show. I am calling for the actors of Human Centipede to have a resurgence, please. They were great in the movie. They did <laughs> some. They did everything. They we're
2: asked to do. Well, Westinghouse refused to cooperate. When the order was placed by the state for the generators, Westinghouse said, Fuck no, I'm not going to sell them to you, and you can't make me. Mm. So Thomas Edison stepped in and ordered the generators under a different name and had them sent to a university in Brazil.
1: And then Edison had all the generators shipped right back up to the New York State prisons. So, who who were those generators coming from? Oh, somebody named Carl Hungus? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I I know, again, I'm supposed to take all of these lessons as Edison. What a cheap, horrible bastard. But it takes these kinds of decisions to become the most famous inventor in the world. I was watching the thing about the Theranos woman. Oh, I did watch it. Th- you watch the thing the whole time. I just being like, technically, she's living the American dream. She yeah. just didn't get the ball across the line
1: no nope. well it was a uh, it was a science that could never exist which yep. is the major problem um henry i i don't want to say anything uh, but is springheel jack full of full of like evil
0: because <laughs> <laughs> you, you're
1: especially uh evil today Yeah, yeah particularly no. evil i'd say
0: i don't know what it is about this story i find inspiring
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know either
2: now the first person said to be killed in the chair was an illiterate vegetable seller from Buffalo named William Kimmler, who had killed his wife with an axe.
1: <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> do we have to say that he was illiterate? He's just yeah. a vegetable seller. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. But- fucker
0: had an axe. Also, he couldn't fucking read. What an idiot! Let's front. No, up. he was a vegetable <laughs> salesperson. <laughs>
2: but just after Kimmler was sentenced to death this green grocer suddenly had one of the most expensive lawyers in the state a man named W Bork Cochran <laughs>
0: no it's not <laughs>
1: that's not his name that is the that's a pug <laughs> You can
0: call me by my real name, Borky Cochran.
1: If your lawyer is named Bork, just, just plead guilty. It's not. He's just going to get you more time.
2: For reasons unbeknownst to Kemmler, Cochran was soon filing appeals on his behalf, citing the Eighth Amendment, which bars the government hmm. from handing down cruel and unusual punishment. The bill for services rendered, of course was paid by George Westinghouse, Mm. who was determined to fight this until the very end. They lost the first appeal, but on the second appeal, who should show up on the stand but Thomas Edison?
0: no stone unturned. He's like a Batman villain. He is just there each time being like, thought I gave up? He's just got like two light bulbs in a bra. <laughs> He's just like lighting them up
1: back and forth, just going like,
0: got you, fucker. Got you again, fucker.
1: Jeez. So this was really like a personal feud. It was a personal oh, yeah. vendetta, yeah. And Edison
2: gave testimony uh, in saying that not only was electrocution certainly predictable and controllable enough for use in executions, but Westinghouse's A.C power with all its flaws mind you that's the perfect way to do it guys God, go ahead damn, this
0: shit dude. is on point look at he and and to prove my point again i have brought this rare peacock from no. the wilds <laughs> of the adirondacks can you see its plumage oh it's beautiful gaze your eyes upon it now just fucking on burst into flames <laughs> oh it's like, my
1: goodness just like that Look at that.
2: Now, AC still won the Battle of Currents. You're using it right now. Everyone uh, that's I listening am? is using it using it right now. I'm not using it. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm willing to bet that Edison took just a little bit of joy in ensuring that, at the very least, Westinghouse walked
1: away with the black eye mm. because AC power powered the electric chair forever. It does seem like the Eighth Amendment was sort of like... Laughed at <laughs> because how isn't this? I'm personally against uh, executions. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. an anti-death penalty person. I always, yeah we, yeah, we all, we but-
0: all, we
1: all are. I'm anti-death penalty. I'm anti-death penalty. I
0: I don't think that we all should. I don't like the private prison system. I know. But
1: yeah. at what point do you watch a bunch of dogs? you know just get fucking shocked to death and you're like that's not cruel nor is that unusual as a matter of fact that's kind and usual (laughs) it doesn't make the (laughs) 8th amendment was just like nah not really we didn't really mean that. was there is it like in italics in the constitution or something
2: well no they believed that the electric chair was both humane uh, and scientific they thought it was progressive newfangled oh wow Yeah, they they thought it was progress like this is this is is how much humanity is progressing with even we could even kill Our prisoners humanely and without pain and everyone doesn't have to feel all icky about all the blood and such. We
0: just got done chopping people's fucking heads off. (laughs) We were hanging them in town squares. All of this shit so to them the electric chair was Tesla. This was like this was the coolest newest thing. It was the iPhone right, <laughs> zapping right. these guys.
1: Yeah, interesting. And this was not that long ago, was this 1910? You said no. This
0: is uh, 1890. Oh, 80, uh, 1889.
2: 1889. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so the chair was built. The first electric chair was made of oak, and the condemned was secured to the seat using leather straps. One electrode was attached to a shaven spot on the prisoner's head, while the other was attached to the spine. The electrodes were metal discs fitted with rubber that held in place a sponge soaked in saline solution, thereby conducting the
1: electricity directly into the body with minimal resistance. You know, this is one of the ironies about all of this is, of course, the Amish make the best furniture. (laughs) Um, They legitimately are the hardest working people on Earth. Mm -hmm. But then uh, the electricity, I think they would have a hard time with. Yeah, they would.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first execution of this sort was performed by Edwin Davis in Auburn Prison here in New York State. Uh-oh. The day before William Kimler was to be executed, Davis tested the machine out on a horse. And it worked great. Salami
0: Senior. <laughs> no, I don't think... I just feel bad for all these
2: animals. All right. And after it was determined that 1,000 volts should be more than sufficient to kill a man, Davis flipped the switch and sent 700 volts to Kimler's body for 17 seconds. Mm. Then a second switch was pulled, and a second charge of 1,030 volts killed the poor bastard.
0: And he's just snapping back and forth, because this was before it was perfected. Mm -hmm. I still don't think it's perfected. But even though he was dead,
2: the chair also thoroughly cooked Kimmler, filling the room with the smell of charred flesh and burnt hair as smoke rose from his head. It was said that the proceedings received, quote, Mixed Reviews. Okay, hold on Three a second. Stars. There was a Siskel and
1: fucking Ebert on this thing? There was like a Leonard Maltin being like, no, oh, that was a fairly good execution, although I thought it was a little bit cliche during the middle.
2: Well, those in attendance were impressed by the speed, but were less than thrilled about the burning flesh. Oh, they as, didn't. As many of them tried to leave the room, but were made to wait until it was all over and done
1: with. I actually like that. Sit there and sit in it. Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah. So, improvements were made. Instead of just two contacts on the head and spine, they figured it'd be better to move the spine electrode to the ankle and double them up down there, bringing the electrode count to three. They also Mm. rethought the voltage. See, just as it is with hanging, there's a sweet spot when it comes to electrocution. If you'll remember with hanging, too short of a drop and the person Mm. takes forever to die. Mm -hmm. Too long and the head pops right off the body. (laughs) It was pretty much the same with the chair. If the voltage is too low, it's just a long torture session. Yeah, mm. and that's boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But set it too high, and the chair will literally cook the person in the seat and fry their brain in their skull. Jesus okay,
1: Christ, <laughs> it's such a big jump. Oh, yeah, but now, Honestly. how long are we talking here? Are we talking 15, 25, a minute? What, what's, uh, how long? As far as how long they do it?
2: Yeah. Well, it was decided that they would give 2,000 volts twice at 60 seconds each Ooh. with a 10-second interval Ooh, in between. God.
1: Okay, so hold on. Now, why the break? Is there? Does it need to have a halftime? Does it need to be played like high? basketball where it's like we'll do a minute 10 second breather and another minute
0: I think the idea is that it's supposed to zap them once you're supposed to check if they're dead I believe that's kind of the idea is that you're supposed to see have we completely wiped it out and then the second go around is supposed to seal the deal
2: it's not until they do the second go around that they check to to see that he's dead why they, do they do they the break they always bridge? do twice to make goddamn sure
0: <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's Edison now with a full suit made out of light bulbs. being like, Ha, I got gotcha. you. Who's number one? It's me. Edison, number one. It's me. It's me.
1: Crazy.
2: And not surprisingly, the showmanship and the seeming efficiency of the electric chair made it a hit here in America. And pretty soon, the electric chair was being touted as the progressive choice for executions all across the country. hmm by 1910, four more states Ohio, New Jersey, Virginia, and North Carolina had all adopted electric chairs of their own, with each state putting their own little flair into the design.
1: Uh, sir, I don't uh, want to say anything here, but I've actually invented an electric stool. And I was wondering <laughs> if you might be interested in that uh, here in North Carolina. Um,
0: How do you feel about being governor? <laughs>
1: Oh take that's it. That's what I want to see, because
0: that's what I've been saying for a long time. If we get enough electrodes up their asshole, I am certain that we could really get this down to even 15
2: seconds. <laughs> some of these seats had headrests, some had full harnesses, uh, some even had little grates on the seat to let bodily fluids flow freely to a bucket waiting below. Do you think it cooked the shit? Uh, I mean, everyone who was electrocuted shat. Every mm-hmm. single time, like uh, the, oh yeah. But yeah, oh yeah, the the convulsions, all everyone always always lost control. And if you, but they wanna, had
1: clothes
0: on in the chair, right? It yeah. can't no, just they let didn't it go. Do it not go go. No.
1: Why do you think that, that would be, be so?
0: Markets—that's not that
1: crazy. They're only killing.
0: Morgan's like, of course they're clothed.
1: We're
2: civilized when we murder our people. Yeah, no one. No one executes hasn't. No one's executed anyone
1: naked in centuries. All right, and if you want to hear no, more, at least if you want to hear more hard hitting questions like the one Henry just asked, do they cook the shit? You can <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon. Henry and I do a great interview series, um, and uh, we uh, we love interviewing everyone. So thank you all so much for your support. Thank you. And each state had its own name for their chair
2: as well. In Alabama, they had the Yellow Mama. (laughs) They named it that (laughs) because for some reason they had decided to paint their electric chair
0: bright yellow. Why not make it as horrible as possible?
2: (laughs) I guess. Here in New York, we had the classic. We had old Sparky. (sighs) And in Louisiana, they had
1: Gruesome Gertie.
0: Well, I'll tell you what I (laughs) wish you would name it after me. Because they ain't nothing <laughs> too bad about my seat.
1: Gruesome Gertie, i told you a thousand times, you're not allowed in the supermarket. They, <laughs> uh, the, the people say you, you spoil the meat.
0: You won't see how many cucumbers I get in my puss? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. At least, Gruesome Gertie. Is accurate. Yeah. So I I give them credit for being on the nose with that. Very. I accurate.
0: actually while we were doing uh, I was reading through this uh, script I remembered these quote from Ernest goes to jail <laughs> when he gets it when he finds out he's gonna get the chair and he's like death row. You mean like the chair, the hot seat, dead meat, deep six? It's over, pal. You out of here, bub. <laughs> hogs are bringing you your mail. You're bringing turnips for the stepladder. The no tomorrow row? That kind of row? Oh no, the row. <laughs>
1: Honestly, Ernest holds up. When he goes to camp, it's still hilarious. It's,
2: it's still hilarious. And the, it, if you're feeling a little down today, look up the pen scene from Ernest Goes to Jail on YouTube. and <laughs> it you is will. So good. It is so good. This, it's so is, good. The movie as a whole is not worth sitting through. But no. the pen scene,
1: fantastic. What
0: are you talking about? When he goes like all electro? Yeah. <laughs> and When he gets the superpowers from the, from the chair? That's awesome. Yeah, it really
1: is awesome. I wish that actor embraced the Ernest character and didn't despise mm. it his entire life. But no matter what the name, all
2: electric chairs pretty much worked the same way. As it was demonstrated in the Green Mile, the sponge on the head really is the key to the whole operation. Mm. What the sponge does is let the current easily flow through the body. If it's too dry, there's too much resistance. Mm. And when you got too much resistance, you got a man on fire. Oh, my
0: God. I remember reading about those... A couple of the guys that burst into flames mm-hmm. when yeah. the electric chair was still going on in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll get to all those stories.
2: Yay. And if the sponge is too wet, the saline short circuits the electrical current. Hmm. Now, at first, the electric chair used leather straps to secure the prisoner, which usually resulted in unnecessary burns, and it partly caused the terrible smell. Hmm. This fact was noticed by a prison inmate named Charles Justice. As Justice was cleaning up the execution chamber one day, he suddenly got a light bulb. And was like, "Those leather straps, you shouldn't be doing it that way. That's just gonna burn people." So, Justice suggested that maybe they should use metal straps instead. And lo and behold, it worked. So as a reward, authorities reduced Justice's sentence and allowed his parole from Ohio State Penitentiary.
0: Oh. It's all about thinking. If it you is. use that melon, you could get out, you can fix your life. He was a real um uh, goodwill
1: hunting. Yeah, yeah, in a way, okay. I can't imagine the other inmates were like super thrilled to see him, but...
2: Well, 11 years later, Charles Justice ended up right back in the same prison on charges of theft and murder. And on November 9th, 1911, Justice was executed in the exact same chair he himself had improved.
1: Oh my a god! A little
0: too ironic. Yeah, that, I really do think.
1: Yeah, I missed that lyric in that song by Alanis Morissette. <laughs> Interesting. I wonder if he thought that he made the right decision though. As I, far as the as far as the leather strap goes, I wonder if he's like, well, at least uh, you know,
0: yeah, I'm a I mean, it,
1: it did make his trip. Uh, you see,
0: you see, <laughs> I'm gonna be burned now. You see, you I are- actually, have another idea. I have another idea. It's called Let Him Go. <laughs> Everybody gets let go. <laughs> <laughs> Fly from
2: your grave. Fly from your grave. Now, as far as the other electrodes go, uh, the ones on the ankles, those were slathered with a patented conducting jelly called Electrocreme, which smoothed out the current down below.
0: That's a good way to impress your lover. Is right. that if, that's a, if you want to use that for lube? Oh yeah, you can say oh, like, you'll find that my lovemaking techniques. Can be shocking. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just cover yourself <laughs> electro mm. electrocramp.
1: Yeah, that's what women always like before sex. Puns. I've, I've <laughs> heard that. They always, like, they always like a good Covering my whole
0: dick and balls and my <laughs> asshole with electrocram. Uh,
1: I'm just going to go, and the relationship that we could have had never will happen. <laughs> hey, guess what? I never wanted one in the first place. <laughs>
2: And once all the electrodes were attached, the switch was flipped. Then after a short interval, it was flipped again. Then after waiting for the body to cool down a bit, a doctor would check the heart. Did and they... if the heart was still beating, bam,
1: flip it again. Oh, goodness. Until he is dead or she. So they didn't get like Earl Hebner, the WWE referee to do the three count. Where they, <laughs> lift it, they lift the arm up one, two, three. And if he obviously if it hits the third time, he's dead. Mm hmm.
0: I think it could zap you. I don't know how electricity works. No. I don't, I don't know, know if it gets stuck inside the body. No, they. Uh, it
2: wasn't uh, the electricity in their bodies that they were worried about. It was just that the body was
0: very, very hot
2: uh, to what, the touch, mm, and we, so they had uh, to like wait a, for it to cool down.
0: So this is a Jim Gaffigan bit <laughs> this turns into?
1: Yeah. Do we know what the temperature of the body is when, it, when the execution uh, takes place? Not off the top of my head. Okay. I don't know.
2: But the thing is, we're not 100% sure on exactly how the electric chair kills a person. Hmm. Yes, the heart does stop, but how? Well, technically... It's probably due to asphyxiation as a result of the paralysis of the respiratory system.
0: Oh my god, it doesn't even stop the fucking heart? It literally just chokes you to death? Well, physiologically, the electricity
2: is so powerful that the brain begins to literally bubble from the current, which fries the respiratory center of the medulla, which is the part of the brain that controls breathing.
1: Whoa. That That makes it so much worse. It's so much worse. Or at least
2: that's what they think is the most likely way it happens. Uh, because some of our stories today will show that there might be a few different avenues to death when it comes to the chair. Okay. But what the electric chair doesn't do most of the time is knock the person unconscious. Mm. Oh. Most likely, the person being electrocuted is aware the entire time. Again. Able to both feel and smell himself being burned alive until the lack of oxygen switches off the
1: consciousness. Oh, Maybe they God. should have written the uh, the Eighth Amendment with, like, the clapback emoji. <laughs> Just be like, this is... <laughs> (laughs) A real amendment. And it
2: hurts like hell,
1: too. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. The
2: the skin turns bright red as it swells and stretches. And if the body heat gets too high, the prisoner can burst into flames,
0: particularly Mm. if he's sweating a lot. And he's not sweating a lot. He should have been a professional golfer because it really (laughs) takes a a, a kind of calm (laughs) to do that job. Yeah. And
2: then there's the hood. Now, the hood is mostly for the benefit of the public watching Mm, the spectacle. mm -hmm. Not only is it easier to watch when you don't have to see the prisoner's face, it has been known for the eyeballs of the prisoner to pop out of their sockets upon the first
0: jolt. And I tell you what, it takes my sunglasses to keep my eyeballs in my sockets. Every single time I take a sip of just delicious...
1: Spring Hill Jack Coffee. You know, I have a feeling they're going to stop sending it to you because they're going to lose a lot of customers. <laughs> it's, a, it's a strange advertisement. Um, so, the whole, so the person, they would feel their eyes bulging out of their head like, like dead alive.
0: Most likely, yeah. Oh, my God. Will you read those stories about Ralph Julia. Because he had that problem. I forgot what the term is because his eyeballs were sticking out of the top of his head. It's some weird thing where his sockets are too shallow. Mm -hmm. And they said that his eyeballs would literally pop out and hang by the (laughs) optic nerve. And he'd
1: just be like, excuse me. Because he was
0: charming. (laughs) And he would just pop them back in.
1: You know what? I'm just going to say that's like, I got to go to the restroom and then I would just leave lunch. Yeah. I would leave dinner. Uh, Besides a five-decade
2: run in the Philippines, the United States is the only place in the world where the electric chair was ever used as a government-approved method of execution. Wow. The British looked into it. For a brief period, uh-huh. uh, and then decided to
1: outlaw capital punishment instead. So it was. And they were t- one of the <laughs>
0: first people to invent slavery.
1: Yeah, I know. They're like they have a horrible, horrible history. If it's too brutal for the royalty of, the, of, of, of Britain, I think it might be too brutal for us too.
2: So to date, four thousand three hundred and seventy-four people have been executed using the chair in the United States. Mm. But looking at the stats provided by the Death Penalty Information Center, electrocution does actually have the lowest number of what are considered botched executions mm. throughout the years. Okay. Out of the almost five thousand electrocutions performed, only eighty-four were considered to be botched. That's one point nine two percent, as opposed to the current most popular method of execution, lethal injection, which has a much higher botched rate of seven point one two percent.
0: How is that botched? Like my question is like what does that mean then? Like how does how is a lethal injection botched? It's like the thing doesn't work or or like the guy isn't paralyzed or he he isn't anesthetized and then it
1: kills him. We've talked about this on Ableton's top ad actually quite mm-hmm. regularly, and uh, what happens is, first of all, they use generic drugs because they didn't want to go for the really nice fancy drugs, mm-hmm. and second of all, they literally just have like inmates helping out with the executions. It's just CEOs, it's just corrections officers that are like, "Today, Randy, you're you're doing the killing," <laughs> and then they have extreme PTSD. It's not even doctors doing the damn thing. Yeah,
0: they don't even have a nurse doing it who knows how to do an injection.
1: They're horrible.
0: Well, uh, the uh, actually there are never
2: any doctors involved in lethal injection. ...or gas chambers Excellent. because of the Hippocratic Oath. Yep. Oh, uh, so that d- makes sense. R- first, do no harm. So, yeah, they're not actually allowed to, pr- to uh, participate in, a, a lecture, in, in execution.
1: The smartest person in the room is the priest, and yep. that's never a good thing. <laughs>
2: the only method of execution that has a 100% success rate is the firing squad, but it's also the least used. Only 34 people have been officially killed in the United States using the
1: firing squad. But the botched number on that one is a big, fat zero. So I don't fully understand this. We have a gun culture that is very difficult to explain to other people when you leave this country. Yeah. How come we just didn't do the firing squad?
0: Just always I, pop them in the head. It well, I know it does, it does create PTSD with our soldiers, but I don't only like do the thing with the firing squad where only one person's got the bullet and the one of them shoots it, or like a couple of them got the
1: bullet. But we train these guys. I don't know. No, it's a, how could that be more PTSD than frying someone?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of the, it is sort of kind of sort of the same thing. I mean, I'm not really sure. Maybe it has something to do with uh, the uh, associations it has to the military and like military I mean, I know uh, the Russians uh, during the Soviet era, their method of execution was just a pistol behind the ear. Yeah, uh, that's how Andre Chikatilo was uh, executed. Mm. A lot of people got executed just they just put a pistol right behind the ear,
1: and pop, one shot, and they're instantly dead. I would take that in a heartbeat over having my eyes pop out of my skull as I slowly (laughs) suffocate because of execution. But even though the electric
2: chair technically has the best record when things fuck up they fuck up spectacularly and those fuck ups make headlines. Mm. Take for example the 1946 case of Willie Francis. See Willie Francis had the misfortune of having his execution prepared by an official who had decided to show up to work drunk that day. And as soon as the switch was pulled, Francis started screaming that he could feel everything. Ooh. They stopped at mid-execution, and when they asked Francis what the experience was like, he said he could feel the electrode points burning him, and that his mouth filled with the taste of cold peanut butter. V- Why cold peanut butter? He just said that's what it tasted like to him. He oh, said it was cold peanut butter.
1: strange.
0: Also yeah, man, your brain's being fried, Kissel. and it's, it's probably the first pleasant thing that comes up, or just been like, peanut butter, peanut butter. Like, in a sense, be like, what can we do?
1: <laughs> I guess, also, if you're this guy doing the execution, Execution. Just, don't show up to drunk. just don't show up to work drunk today. Yeah. You can be drunk the next day, the day before. Just I would
2: feel, imagine he, this is not the first time he showed up to an execution drunk. Yeah, probably. This not. is just yeah, the first time that he fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Sometimes it's not you
0: that decides to show up to work drunk. Sometimes it's the drunk
1: that decides <laughs> that makes you show up to work. Well, that's one of the ironies of true alcoholics who are like, I'm very responsible. I always show up to work drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if
2: I'm drunk all the time, then that's just me. Me. That's me, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> and Willie Francis wasn't the only one to survive the electric chair, at least briefly. In 1903, a man named Frederick Van Warmer was in line for execution along with his two brothers, Willis and Burton. The three of them had killed their uncle over money on Christmas Eve, and all three were due to be executed on the same day. Hmm. Willis went first. Frederick went second and Burton was third, and all three were killed in the span of 15 minutes. Wow. But during the postmortem, a guard saw Frederick Van Warmer move his hand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Peanut butter. Peanut butter.
2: <laughs> Horrifying. Turned out Frederick had an unusually large heart, so the two shocks hadn't been enough to make it stop. So they carted him back into the room, strapped him in, and made damn sure he was dead using a third jolt. I'm just gi-
0: shoot him in the head. Just <laughs> shoot, him in, shoot head. him in the head. Do nope, something with
2: nope. Choke him to death. Because the sentence is, you must be electrocuted until you are dead. So the sentence oh must
1: be carried out. I'm just so happy they're going with the rule of law. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say this you you survive 2 uh 2 2 jolts you go free yeah that's what i would say if i was if i was the warden I would say, you got two jolts, you missed your five, you go free.
2: Yeah, and Van Warmer wasn't the only one to go to the chair unconscious. In 1936, a woman named Mary Creighton was executed for killing her lover's wife with rat poison. Mm. And it wasn't her first murder either. She'd also poisoned her mother-in-law, father-in-law, and her younger brother. But there wasn't enough evidence to prove any of those murders.
0: What does the husband do? Uh, What does
2: the husband do? The husband actually helped her... Uh, murder the mother-in-law, the father-in-law, and the younger brother, Uh, but Mary Crichton had moved on to another lover uh, and had decided to murder that wife. Now, Crichton tried the crazy defense in the days leading up to the execution by banging her head on the bars and screaming and such that it was all for naught. The execution went forward, but on the hour of her execution, she fainted when the guards came to her cell door. Hmm. And that was Mary Creighton's last conscious moment on this earth as the guards unceremoniously picked her up, dragged her to the chamber, strapped her in,
0: and electrocuted
2: her while she was still passed out. You,
0: the possum defense does not work <laughs> in That's... the on death row. I, I will say, you know where the possum defense does work? if they're trying to get you to leave a plane if you just go limp eventually they don't do anything to you and also i learned this from an right. uber driver right. last night where he was having a problem with somebody who was sleeping the car if you just refuse to respond they can't touch you you now technically own that car for <laughs> well, as long as you're in there
2: it's a good technique good technique indeed and creighton certainly wasn't the only one to try acting crazy to get out of it either Harry Helms was on death row for dressing up in a Santa Claus suit and murdering two cops during a robbery in Cisco, Texas in 1929, not too far from where I grew up.
0: Mm. Back when crimes were fun. Yeah, yeah kind of, I guess. I, do they not dress in costumes anymore for bank robberies? I think they put masks
1: on, but I don't, <laughs> oh. I mean, honestly, the last great costume was the dudes who wore the full steel. They look like a furnace. Yeah, but that's not a costume. That's like body armor. That it's was the costume. What, costume, costume,
0: what if they just come in like those sexy Overwatch
1: cosplay <laughs> things? Going yeah. there? I would be distracted. I don't think you have to rob a bank. I think people actually just give you money when you do that. Huh.
2: While Harry Helms was awaiting execution, he started singing the same song in his cell over and over and over again, while tearing books and letters into tiny pieces. Hmm.
0: He- oh, 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 dancing with myself. <laughs> oh, you think that was it? That <laughs> uh, was
2: 1929, so it was probably like I don't like butter on my corn cheeks. <laughs> Why would you like I butter don't... on your corn?
0: That's what you like, Marcus. That's your
2: favorite kind of music. <laughs> it is my favorite kind of music. I love that. If I may recommend my new favorite podcast, Hot. Pipes, the pipe organ podcast. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> it's great. Uh, well, <laughs> is that real? Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. It's hot just some pipes. It's, yeah, hot pipes. It's uh, just some <laughs> British guy quietly uh,
0: talking thing. about
2: oh. certain pipe organ no. players throughout the years.
0: What cities have the best pipe organs? When, when, when and you're and listening, the fascinating part of the Pinecrest <laughs> the Some pipes. Are- <laughs> Wider than others, this one the pipes were so thin. <laughs> and Marcus is just like, ha, ha, he still got it. He still got it. it.
1: Marcus, got it. I have to ask you, how many knives do you lick? <laughs> well, listening to that podcast, you live the life of a serial killer. But I know you're too busy to kill.
2: What are you talking about? What hot is pipes? A, what is wrong with hot pipes? What is it about hot pipes that I... spell serial killer to you? It's it sounds like a music. restaurant. <laughs> it sounds
0: like a restaurant that serves logs of shit. <laughs>
2: (laughs) Uh, hot pipes the pipe organ podcast it's my new favorite okay
1: you're allowed you're allowed to listen to whatever you want
2: thank you so after harry helms was taken for a sanity hearing Mm -hmm. a verdict of sane came back after about 20 minutes and after the sane verdict came back he reportedly said in a
0: pouty tone (laughs) quote I ain't gonna sing no more
1: oh. honestly that's the saddest thing we've talked about so far today and we've talked about copious amounts of dogs that have died so uh, that is you can still sing buddy don't don't even stress it
0: I guess I'll just keep myself silent oh, everybody's so sad
2: no buddy you can sing and Henry Holmes was carried to the chair, kicking and screaming by four guards just a couple of weeks later, and was electrocuted in a private ceremony with no witnesses and no reporters, as per Holmes' request. See, I like that approach,
1: though. Kicking and screaming. Make them work for it. <laughs> You're going to kill oh, yeah, me. Yeah, I'm not going. I, I the, the peaceful person who was like, I've made my peace. There ain't no making peace with the chair, baby. No. I would kick get and it. scream the whole time, trying to get an eye. You're going to have to do some prison crossfit to get oh, me okay. into that room,
0: because there's going to take a lot of core strength they keep me while i'm swinging my arms and kicking my legs but i also do want as big of an audience as possible i remember that guys
1: <laughs> and i hate to say this henry but you kicking and screaming would be cute because you're like, a little
0: dumb- <laughs>
1: was you. like okay puffin of humans you have to go i will have been on death row for a reason
2: yeah now while men made up the vast majority of lightning writers over the years mary crichton was not even close to the only woman Who went? Mm. In one case, the sentence actually resulted in a jailhouse romance. Dubbed the Granite Woman by the press, Ruth Snyder was a housewife from Queens who was sent to the chair in 1929 for convincing her lover, a corset salesman named Henry Judd Gray, Mm. to help murder her husband for insurance money. Okay. That's kind of hot.
0: It's kind of hot. Yeah. Because it's, you know, sitting there every day, Judd is just, he's. Tying Ruth and, like, mashing her tits up and every day. She's just like, mm-hmm. maybe if you just play your card say, right, maybe you can kill my husband and be my new husband. For some and reason, Judd I don't is think just that's like, the way that Ruth sounds, but. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got to get him out of the picture so my <laughs> vagina's empty. And Judd Gray's like, oh, let me in there. I'll do anything. Where do I go? got to put the stool?
2: Now, lest ye say that Snyder was just trying to get someone else to do her dirty work, according to Gray, Ruth had already tried to kill her husband seven times (laughs) by this point through various gassings and poisonings. But
1: still, her husband had survived every single one. I wonder he's if he's like Mr. Magoo. <laughs> Legitimately, like everything is going crazy around him, and he just stays the course. Mm-hmm. I mean, that does make a good point with the horse blinders. Mm-hmm. Just don't recognize anything, and you'll be just fine. Yeah, you're just
0: walking through scenarios. Things are blowing up around you. Just, thinking, just happy as, as as you can be. Just
2: whistling. So to make damn sure he died, Judd and Ruth approached. Her husband, while he was passed out drunk in bed, bashed his skull in with a piece of lead, chloroformed him, and garroted the old
1: drunk with a wire. Okay, first of all, you're drunk shaming, which I don't like. And second of all It's it was he would still be alive. If what? If you hadn't been passed out. Oh my god, okay, I'm sorry. It's called (laughs) sleeping. When a sober person goes to guard down. He was just sleeping.
2: (laughs) All I'm saying is if someone walks in a room uh, into my room with a garret, sober?
1: I'm fucking there, man. I'm sure you are. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure not- you. We've always said that. And of course, you're. <laughs> or you're distracted by listening to hot pipes because you fell asleep with the earbuds in and uh, you don't know that I'm there with a garage.
0: The Wurlitzer Dirigible has some of the most dependable pipes, <laughs> some of the sleekest pedals that you could ever put a harpsichord playing boot <laughs> I Meanwhile, well, Caroline no. is just being like, if I hear one more thing about a fucking pipe in this house, I'm going to go him to death. <laughs> uh, she loves listening to hot pipes as
1: well. Well, I hope she does.
2: We're a hot pipe household. <laughs> you are. <laughs> <I
1: heard. laughs> George, Georgie is just like, how did I get here? I am a dog, and this is hell. No, Georgie loves it. You, she does. Spiritual. Yeah,
2: yeah. Georgie's, Georgie knows she's loved very much. Live from your grave. Right from your way. Now, after they killed the husband, Judd Gray bound and gagged Ruth, making the whole thing look like a robbery gone awry. Mm. See,
0: that's hot. Yeah. You know, he's got her all tagged up. He's like, come on, Ruth. Let's get one more in there while your husband's still <laughs> warm. And she's just like okay, but don't come in me. Cause I don't want to be a mommy. And he's like, I'll make a corset so tight it'll squeeze that baby out of your asshole. <laughs> like it's jelly falling out of the bottom of my my. fucking... I,
1: I, do, I do enjoy your Richard Nixon has sex with Casey Anthony... <laughs> sort of bizarre penthouse letter that you've created for all of us.
2: (laughs) But stupidly, Ruth hadn't gotten rid of any of the items Mm. she'd reported stolen to the police. And the police smelled something fishy from the get-go here, and they just found the items that she reported stolen
1: stashed around the house. Honestly, if you're Ruth, flip it, be like, you found it! You guys are the best cops (laughs) of all time. You actually solved the mystery of the hidden lampshade. Well, the whole thing really (laughs) fell
2: apart when the cops found a paper marked with the initials J.G. Judd Gray. Mm. But as it turned out, the paper was actually a memento from one of her husband's old lovers, who just happened to have the same initials. Mm. But the paper was enough to get Ruth flustered, and she was the one who brought up Judd Gray, whom the police hadn't even heard of up to that point. And it was only a matter of time before police
1: caught up to Gray and Gray rolled over on Ruth. You mean to tell me these Irish cops didn't know the corset maker in town? (laughs) They they didn't go there. Tony O'Malley was just like, he just makes me feel strong. Makes me feel confident when I wear one of his corsets. Well, the whole thing was such
2: a farce that one reporter who covered the case called it the dumbbell murder because in his words, quote, it was so dumb.
0: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) <laughs> reporter of
2: the
1: year.
0: Everybody was just too horny. Yeah. and distracted
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> to give, really think straight. Yeah. Give the guy a Pulitzer. <laughs> it, he call he saw it and he called it like he saw it. <laughs> it's too dumb.
2: But it was while Ruth was on death row that she caught the eye of a prison cook named Dummy Dugan. (laughs) Dugan was a small-time gangster who was in charge of cooking meals for the death house, and he immediately fell in love with a blonde-haired, blue-eyed granite woman.
0: Mm. They call me Dummy, but when it comes to love making, I'm so dumb I'm good. (laughs) I believe that,
1: Dummy. You're you're doing great.
0: I'm too dumb for my penis to go down.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I believe it, buddy. By the way, the chili on Tuesday was superb.
0: Yeah? Yeah? (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
0: but I made it out of <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay, well, you
1: don't got to tell me the ingredients. Thank you, Dummy. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: I'm just too dumb to keep
2: my chef secrets, I guess. <laughs> you are. <laughs> well, Dummy began to smuggle love letters hidden in sandwiches or taped to the underside of uh, Ruth Snyder's trays, and Ruth began to respond. And eventually, Dummy Dugan proposed, and Ruth accepted by writing her answer on a napkin. Oh,
0: Oh, this is, but this is more of how to get a man, yeah, than a woman.
1: Yeah. Well, he was—he was providing her food, and mm-hmm. a little love, sure, but it wasn't meant to be. Oh, really? Oh <laughs> no! So it turns out, death row isn't where you find your long-term partner.
2: On January 12th, 1928, both Ruth and Judd Gray were executed, and Dummy Dugan spent the night wrecking his kitchen and drowning his sorrows
1: in prison prune hooch. Oh, poor Why Dummy. Why
0: didn't they take me?
1: Why <laughs> didn't they take me? Yeah. That's okay. You have a child. His name is Forrest, Forrest Gump. He's wait out.
0: taking. The- yeah. Is he smart?
1: He's. <laughs> he- Oh, I'm, I'm going to say he's just as smart as you. Yes.
0: Oh, you talk a daddy.
1: <laughs> you're a daddy, dummy.
0: I'm a daddy, dummy. <laughs>
1: no, you're
0: a daddy, dummy. I am a daddy, dummy.
1: <laughs> we can do this all day. I
0: killed... I killed three boys.
1: Okay, thank you, dummy. <laughs> well,
0: as far as the actual
2: execution of Ruth Snyder went, a New York Daily News reporter snuck a tiny camera into the proceedings and took a haunting photo of Snyder mid-execution, and the Daily News printed it on the front page Ooh. the next
0: day. So I took a look at this picture. Yeah, and it is fucking haunting. Yeah, uh,
1: go Google Ruth Snyder execution. This picture is. Chilling, and then you can also see the camera—not exactly hidden. Well, not I will... tiny,
2: but they had loose pants. They had loose pants, yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, but that that picture is truly horrifying. Yeah, it was strapped to his ankle. ankle. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And, but it's definitely, it, it, you could see the motion. Ooh. You could see the motion of her body jerking yeah. back and forth. It's it's pretty metal. It yeah.
1: is. Ruth Snyder execution.
2: Now, as far as the people who actually pulled the switch went, there were some who gained a small amount of notoriety. In New York, the man who pulled the switch was officially known as the New York State Electrician. <laughs>
0: yeah. Was he named by the Post? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
1: what
2: a claim to fame to have! The very first Edwin Davis killed 240 people in the 25 years he manned the switch, Jeez. including the first woman, Martha
1: Place, who had murdered her stepdaughter in Brooklyn by throwing acid in her face in 1898. Did they give him like a 25-year-old like mini electric chair that had a plaque on the back with all the names <laughs> of the people he killed?
2: Well, after Davis retired, his assistant John Hurlbert took over, and he managed 140 executions Mm. in 13 years described by the press as quote The Man Who Walks Alone, Halbert only did the job for the paycheck and retired after a nervous breakdown.
0: I can't imagine the weight of being the arm of the state. Your job is to go, you pull the lever, because that's what they do, right? They just outsource all their dirty work to one fucking guy. So it starts with just somebody signing a piece of paper saying uh, death by electrocution until dead, and they don't have to do fuck. They don't have to do anything. They just send it down to this guy that has to absorb all of this shit like a big emotional diaper.
1: And a lot of times they're just regular corrections officers because um, uh, doctors aren't allowed because Mm -hmm. of the Hippocratic Oath. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's got to be extremely traumatizing.
2: Yeah. Well, the man who replaced Hurlburt eclipsed them all. George G. Elliott pulled the switch on 387 people in the same amount of time as his predecessor, 13 years. And when Elliott wasn't in the executioner's chair, he ran an electrical contracting business. Geez.
0: Know your brand. That's what this is about. (laughs)
2: Yeah, he was on brand. I'm in
0: the zap business. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I guess so. In fact, the way Elliot got into the business was that he started off as just a general electrician at Danamora State Prison. Mm. And eventually he began assisting Edwin Davis in general maintenance of the execution chamber systems. And when John Hurlbert retired, they were like, let's get Robert to do it. Yeah, next guy up. Mm hmm. But the reason why his body count was so high was because Elliot was not. Only the Switchman for New York, but he also performed all of the executions in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Vermont,
1: and Massachusetts. Jesus, does he just like drive a uh a um what do you a hearse? <laughs> he I mean, did, this has been his Dr. Death. He once did
2: six executions in three states in one day.
1: Jeez. Man, now, he's the tri state grim reaper. <laughs> he really is. But so this dude liked it. Is he that was, my understanding? He
2: was fine with it like he saw him he said he saw himself as just an arm of the state and he was actually uh after he retired came out against capital punishment he's like i don't see any point to this in any way whatsoever right. i hope we get to a point in society uh where we don't do this anymore but he still took the 150 bucks for every execution which didn't yeah, sound
0: dude. like a whole lot of money but in today's uh dollars that was two thousand dollars for execution that's a hell of a yeah, lot dude, of cash. he was doing it for cold hard cash yeah so right. was like that, that was a part of it that was his job and so then back then people were pretty grim about how to get their money. Yeah. they needed. to he, he was.
1: <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I think people have gotten worse on that front. Uh, well, I but mean, I
2: don't, I don't know how... There's not a ton of people lining up to be executioners these days, no. but uh, back then, every time there was an opening for executioner, uh, at least in the late 1800s, early 1900s, they would get just be inundated with mm. letters from people being like, I'll do it.
1: Wow. Just bring me on. I have no problem with it. And now they estimate 1.8 to 2% of people on death row were innocent, but mm-hmm. back then, I think that number is probably like 20 or something. It, I mean, it, this be a huge percentage of people that were innocent that they killed. Oh, yeah, Just Yeah, in the
2: electric chair's heyday, quite a few innocent men and women uh, went to the chair. <sighs>
1: uh, and speaking of which,
2: uh, you know, it was George Eliot who pulled the switch on Italian immigrant Sacco and Vanz- Vanzetti, mm-hmm. uh, who was a, one of the a very famous case of uh, two immigrants getting railroaded back uh, in the 20s, I Man. think. Well, learned about it in school.
1: Uh, uh, Are you telling me that this nation sort of maligned immigrants? <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. No, this was yeah. back
0: when Italians were truly for it. Oh yeah. yes, I know. Yeah, yeah. They sent
2: both of them to the chair. Wow. Uh, and they did not commit the crime. It was a big uh, cause celeb uh, back in the day, but it did not matter. Okay. And uh, both of them were executed. But one Italian who actually did commit the crime uh, was a man named Giuseppe
1: Zangara. <laughs> yeah, he's Italian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nailed
2: it. Giuseppe was an Italian immigrant who suffered from chronic stomach problems that he blamed on being overworked as a child. Mm. So he blamed all of his problems on capitalists.
0: Give mm. yeah, me mother, she make me go and pick this spaghetti on the spaghetti tree. And now all I do is poop. Now all I do is poop. I don't have any time to read. I don't have any time to draw. I have no time to go to make a vote for the president. All I make is a diarrhea. I, come
1: oh, on. I'm sorry, buddy. Well,
2: he came to america in 1922 and moved to miami where his chronic pain and hatred Holy. for capitalists no. boiled for a decade before he Ooh. decided that the thing that would solve all his problems would be to kill the president all right. i got to
0: kill it <laughs> have you seen the shape of my poop? it comes out in a tiny little 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 balls they said oh if it looks like you shoot a rabbit with it it means you got the un- got unheavily got i need some latest Okay. <gasps> well, he later said, and this is a direct quote, quote. I want to make it a 50-50. Since uh, my stomach hurt, uh, I get even with a couple of leads by a killer president. My stomach hurt a long time.
1: It's an interesting political motivation to kill a president. You have, you have, you have, a, you have a tummy ache, so <laughs> yeah. you're going to kill the Honestly, president. Yeah, it okay. does make
0: sense. I think I'm, it makes sense. Somebody's s- got to pay. I
1: am, I'm going <laughs> to say this. If he was alive today, over under 30 I'm going over on bumper stickers. <laughs> you know,
0: he's one of those
1: guys. Every political yeah. belief he has is summed up in a bumper sticker on the back of his van.
2: Yeah, it's probably got a, a kind of like the MAGA bra- bomber. Got yeah. 20, 40, 60 stickers or so. Maybe a couple of doll's heads uh, glued to the hood. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And it just so happened as Giuseppe's hatred was boiling that president elect Franklin Roosevelt was coming
1: through Florida Ooh. for a visit. Little did he know a storm was brewing, no not outside, in this man's tummy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Giuseppe bought a 32 caliber
2: revolver for $8 hmm. and headed out to the event where the new president was about to give a speech. But the thing was, Giuseppe was only five feet tall.
1: <laughs> oh, he's so cute and he's got a tummy ache. Oh <laughs> no, come oh, here, oh, you <laughs> don't stop and make a
0: fun of me, you <laughs> big walrus. Right. Oh, if I could come up the bike and get up there, oh <laughs> I would put the my my goals oh. down inside your nose.
1: Oh, I am just it's, it's a cute assassin. You're an, an adorable little assassin.
0: Yeah, I a take sh- a shit on the ground, I make it a two feet <laughs> high up So I stand up on the top of the dukes, and then I shoot the president. <laughs> okay.
1: It's kind of scary then.
2: Since he was so short, he couldn't see over the crowd. So he had to stand up on a chair (laughs) to take a shot at the president. But since the chair was a little wobbly, uh, the five shots that Giuseppe managed to get off missed the president completely.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like uh, like the end of Dumb and Dumber, where it's like, (laughs) you're a horrible shot. (laughs)
2: But he did manage to hit four people because it was a very, uh, and he did manage to hit the guy standing right next to F. FDR, ah. the mayor of Miami, Anton Cermak, who later died.
1: Well, you always make my joy less then because <laughs> then I was happy because I thought it was funny because I was like, whoa, 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 whoa I can't whoa, shoot straight. But no, then, no, he did the mayor kill him. Died. Yeah, the mayor, okay. and the mayor was killed, yeah. Still, it's still funny Funny that he's five feet tall, Yeah, it is still funny. I mean,
2: that's why I put it in there, you uh, know.
1: I love short people. I love tall people. I love middle-sized people. I love them all. Good well, cover, Kessel. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, upon being sentenced to
2: death for the murder of the mayor, Giuseppe said, quote,
0: You gave me the electric chair. I no afraid of the chair. You one of a police. You is crook man too. Put me in the electric chair. I no care.
1: I'm uh, okay. No, uh, I, I know you don't care. It is funny that we have a step stool so you can get up to the electric chair. So it's kind of a funny oh, joke. Oh, if
0: I didn't have a the poop, I would jump on top of that stool. And I would use my tiny little boot. And I would oh, I would chimney sweep you across your big old chin, you walrus.
1: I just think of like the leprechaun, his legs kicking like. But then it is an electrocution. It's very sad.
2: Actually, uh, on the day of his execution, uh, they tried helping him up into the chair.
1: <laughs> but he, climbed
0: up. Me like he just he farts. <laughs> up too but he did climb up all by himself like a big boy. Oh. good for him.
2: <laughs> But what pissed him off most was that no photographers had showed up. Oh. He was so mad that no one really cared, even though he almost killed the president. Yeah, yeah, he about that he said, quote,
0: Lousy capitalists No picture No one is here to, to take my picture All capitalists They're lousy bunch of crooks Then when the hood was pulled over his head He yelled as his last words Quote Viva Italia Goodbye to all poor peoples everywhere Go ahead Push the button
2: Cool And then they flipped the switch Because right. it's not a button
1: Hell yeah. It's not a bite. He got that wrong. So he made a mistake got, yeah. as his last words. That's yeah, Giuseppe
2: okay. got that wrong. Yeah, okay. got that part wrong. So he would
1: probably take less voltage, though. Like, legitimately, right? Think that I, that actually don't,
2: I don't think so. No, oh, it doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't work okay. that way. No, it's not like the rope where, you know, they have to measure height okay. and weight to see how long the rope should be. I think it's a pretty uniform 2,000 volts each time. Okay. Well, eventually, the electric chair fell out of fashion. Hmm. A more cynical mind might say that they just figured out a way to monetize execution by doing lethal injection instead. Mm -hmm. But either way, by the 80s, the chair was barely being used. But the fact it wasn't being used that much didn't stop John Lewis Evans from requesting it for his method of execution in Alabama in 1983. Only problem was, the last time the electric chair was used in Alabama Was 1965. Oh, but still it was Evans right to request it and it was still on the list. So Alabama dusted off the yellow mama and strapped him in. Not surprisingly, though, the yellow mama was not quite as efficient as it had been 20 years earlier. <sighs> Almost immediately, sparks and flames shot from the electrodes tied to Evan's left leg and a cloud of gray smoke poured from his hood, filling the room with the smell of sizzling bacon. And even so, <laughs> after that first jolt, he was still alive.
1: Oh my God. Maybe so, he made a mistake. I so think he made a mistake. He
2: made a mistake because they did it again and more smoke poured from his head. Ugh. And still he didn't. Die. Shit. It,
1: it is like frick it's like um uh oh my god, what's the the not faulty towers? It's the, it's the Monty Python. Yeah. When the guy cuts off both of his arms, <laughs> cuts off his legs, and like I still I'll bite you.
0: Yeah. Just it, imagine being that room watching this body jerk oh. back and forth while smoke is pouring out of it and just being like, he wanted this. <laughs> flames actual flames because oh everything was
2: corroded you know like, like it'd been sitting in a room for 20 years mm-hmm. and they i don't think they did any kind of test on it oh i don't my think god. they even like look at it they're like no it not bad it'll still be fine just put him in there it, he'll die either way just
1: test it on some spam or
2: something <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, because by then they didn't want to do it on dogs yeah no thank god
2: yeah it wasn't See? until the third flip that evans mercifully expired Ugh. Good Lord. But the state that really fucked up enough to finally end the electric chair era of American capital punishment was who else but Florida.
0: All
1: right. <laughs> oh, finally. Over the Coming cor- in hot. <laughs> Coming in hot as always.
2: Over the course of nine years, Florida fucked up three executions in spec- fashion. Mm. In 1990, I guess trying to save a little money, officials used a synthetic sponge to conduct the electricity instead of a natural sponge on a prisoner named Jesse Taffaro. Mm.
0: How much money are we wasting on the sponges? Honestly, how much could the difference have been? 50, Dollar dollars yeah, th- th- yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they, always, they always cut the dumbest thing. And they're yeah. like, That's fiscally responsible. We yeah. have a different kind of sponge.
2: I don't know why they used a... Synth- like They used a supermarket sponge
1: like it was just you know someone just went a ceo just went to Dwayne reed and got it or or walgreens or whatever oh
2: yeah oh yeah we need a sponge for this right like the instructions just say sponge it's like yeah go to walgreens and get a sponge and they just popped it on his head turns out that's pretty important fucking detail because when they turned on the electricity huge towers of orange and blue flame started to shoot from the top of the guy's head oh my god Seven years later, the same thing happened with Pedro Medina, possibly because the sponge was either dry or it had been soaked in water instead of saline solution. Others think the metal in the helmet might have been corroded as well. But the final nail in the coffin of the electric chair's popularity came in July 1999 when Alan Tiny Davis was strapped to the chair, and as he was being electrocuted blood poured from his nose Ooh. out of the bottom of the hood due to a poorly fitted electrode.
0: Oh okay. God damn, it's like the fucking end of the Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's that shit, the fucking head melting. Mm. That's crazy yeah. looking.
2: But even so, nine states still offer the electric chair as an option for execution. And the last person in America to ride the lightning did so last December. December
1: 2018? December 2018
2: was the last (laughs) time a guy was executed in America for the electric chair.
1: It is like, well, I always liked Mountain Dew, so (laughs) I I feel like maybe I will ride the lightning one more time. Wow, that is crazy.
2: Yeah, reportedly his last words were, Beats being on death row. No,
0: it's a living. Like, might as well just him just be like, hey, we got to do we got to do. Uh-huh. Yeah, when, you
1: put, when you have like the whatever emoji and then like the zoom in, like, uh uh-uh. uh, that's not good. Yeah. I am completely against it. It needs to be outlawed. That's what I say as Benjamin Kissel.
2: But those words don't even compare to the last words of Edmund Zagorski, who'd been sent to the chair just a month before. In November of last year,
0: Polski! There
2: <laughs> you got one, buddy. His crime was luring two men to a hunting cabin under the guise of selling them weed. Uh, but instead of selling them weed, he just slit both their throats. Uh, that's,
0: uh, it's just so much worse than weed. Yeah, yeah that's not weed at all. But no. right
2: before the switch was pulled, Zagorski said only two words
0: Let's rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: oh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I do think that's really cool for last words, but at the same time, I don't think I'd be. I, I wouldn't be like, this is where I'm going to be tough.
2: <laughs> no, man. It's no, like, you're exactly in the electric chair, when you, gotta and be. you just sit there and you go, let's Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I
0: would the, do the, that in a second. That's exactly what you got to do. Was,
1: <laughs> no, that was really interesting. Huh. The electric chair. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to thank
2: listeners ben white for providing the book electrocutions in texas 1924 to 1964 which featured the santa claus robbery story
1: so is that book like three times the size of the bible it's pretty <laughs> it must be electro- <laughs> electrocutions of texas for their 30 year span it's pretty large yeah i would assume
2: it's a lot thicker than you think it'd be
1: no it's probably just as thick as i thought it would be <laughs> i picture you just like well, with your back breaking holding it carrying it to your office
0: We've learned a lot today. We've learned that marketing is more important than skill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, We've learned to always use a natural
1: sponge.
2: Always. Always. Yeah,
1: yeah. And never use a pun before having sex. There it is. (laughs) Three three takeaways from today's episode. That's why it is edutainment.
2: Well, technically, uh, AC was the superior power for electrocuting
1: a thing to death. See? He was right. um, I want to let you guys know about this. Benefit that's happening for a good friend of ours, great great research everyone, great research everyone. Um, There's a benefit happening on April 1st for our good friend Jason Sines on April 1st in New York City and in Henry Zebrowski's homeland of beautiful... Los Angeles. And it's of course it's not my homeland. It is kind of your homeland. You've become now it is. I know. And then on the third in Washington, DC, there's gonna be a show. Uh so this is a benefit for Jason Signs. He was uh, in a horrible accident, did not have health insurance for many, many weeks and months, and he was in the ICU. So you can just imagine how much um that costs. But he uh, is effed right now. He, he is straight up effed. He needs So we help. are
0: trying to get him as much money as we can. Uh, to save his bullshit.
1: Yes, and there's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be some prizes. It's not going to be sad times. It's going to be a really fun, fun comedy show. And uh, Holden and I will be performing in in New York. And uh, Henry, it's at Arlene's Grocery. Make in, yep. sure you put the the name. Yeah. Yep, at Arlene's Grocery. And Henry, what's going on in L.A.
0: It is happening Monday, April first, at the Regent Theater at 8 p.m. We're gonna have some great comedy. I honestly, this is. What I want to really hit. Hit is that this is not like a bummer show. No, this thing's fucking gonna be very, very funny.
1: Yes, absolutely. So come on out for those shows. And in Washington D.C., um, I think maybe we'll put it in the description of the episode today. Yeah, maybe. So yeah, yeah perhaps. So anyway, let's go support a friend, and uh, we can't wait to see you all this uh, upcoming week. Yeah, we're at the Regent Theater. It's hosted by me, Big Boy Ed
0: Larson, and Jackie Zabrowski. We're going to have a good time.
1: Absolutely. And Jackie, she promised me she's going to wear her best corset. <laughs> so that'll be great <laughs> and just drive you totally insane. <laughs> uh, is. there <laughs> Um, is there anything else that we have to talk about? We have some tour dates coming up. Berlin, Stockholm, get those tickets. They're, they are going. Mm. They are going like hotcakes. Although I don't know how many, I don't even know where that came from because I don't really like hotcakes or pancakes. I don't know where that phrase comes from. I love pancakes. I know, but were they really that popular where yeah. it had to be cliche where it's there's like it's a going whole like restaurant,
2: pancakes? There's a, one of the most popular restaurants in America is, did, is devoted solely to pancakes. No, to waffles. Yes.
0: <laughs> waffles and pancakes. It's an to... international <laughs> restaurant. Okay. I
1: don't know Oh, I see. Yes. <laughs> not waffle house yeah uh, we
2: got a, a whole bunch of tour dates coming up uh in uh may uh, uh may 17th <laughs> we're coming to kansas city may 18th Ooh. is denver may 19th is salt lake city nice. uh may 30th that's vancouver may 31st is seattle mm, june 1st that's portland <laughs> june 23rd that's our australian tour June 23rd, going to Perth, the 24th is Adelaide, the 27th is Sydney, the 28th is Melbourne, and on the 29th, we got Brisbane. Cannot wait. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, later on the summer, in July, we got uh, Oakland on the 18th, Uh, we got San Diego on the 20th, and Los Angeles on the 21st, and then in the fall time, in September, uh, we got Dublin on the 4th, Bristol the 6th, Edinburgh the 7th. Manchester the 10th, Birmingham the 11th, London the 13th, and the 14th. Oh. We added a second show there. Uh, and uh, we got Stockholm on the 16th. That's in Sweden. Oh. And Berlin, oh. which is in Germany, Very is good. on the 18th. Very know good.
0: <laughs> Man, and honestly, buy those tickets to Berlin. We are looking for, like, because there's smaller houses. We don't know how many many of our boys and women we got out there, and we want to see your fucking faces. Yeah. We can't fucking wait. I'm so crazy sight. yeah last week was so much goddamn fun mm-hmm. getting to meet people and do our new show so I love our new show yep. uh, this, is, this is what a crazy opportunity we're on man this, this is such a crazy ride yeah. absolutely and for those of you like who don't
2: know like what our live show is it's not just us going up and just yapping for an hour like it's not just us sitting behind a table uh and record and doing like a live podcast Mm-mm. like it's a full-on show uh that we've you know written and practiced and performed
1: uh that we uh, love to tour around uh, America yep. uh, for all of you wonderful people. Absolutely. It's a fun experience and you get to hang out with other listeners and hopefully have a great night. Um, Alright, really everyone. Really can't wait. Yep. Thank you all so much for giving to our Patreon. Henry and I, uh, we interviewed uh, Joe Bob Briggs today. Nah. Or not today. This week on Side Stories. Um, but uh, that's a, a good example of what uh, our interview series is like. So I think you'll enjoy it. And that was it. just
0: a special get. So we had to put him on Side Stories. Yeah, Joe Bob, of course. He is fucking hilarious.
1: Oh, he's, he's a legend. Mm -hmm. He's an icon. Oh, yeah. I used to love Monster
0: Vision when I was a kid.
1: Watched it every Saturday night. And little did you know, he won a Cable Ace Award. How many Cable (laughs) Ace Awards do we have? We have a Webby. None. None. I know. Um, All right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Hail again. Magus delations.
0: Hail me. And I'm about to take a shit sponsored by spring Jack Coffee.
1: (laughs) Uh, Mr. Zabrowski, could you never mention our coffee name again? Our stock went down 30%.
0: The best part about that coffee is it makes my shit extra long.
1: Well, you've done it. you've done the opposite. Thank you.
0: Hail me! This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.